Yo, what is good? Welcome back to Health Hacks. This episode number 146. Today, we are going to discuss time. That is probably the number one excuse for why people don't do anything, but particularly why people do not work out. Oh, I don't have the time. Well, before I... Or actually, instead of me just yelling at you and telling you, yes, you have the time, prioritize it. You have the time for what you think is more important. Let me actually give you a simple exercise that you can literally do right now if you have a pen and paper or if you just have your phone open with your notes. And if you're just listening while driving, then you can just do this exercise in your head, hopefully. But the exercise is pretty simple. And it will show you the reality of whether you have time or not. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you, you really don't have time. Maybe you are extremely busy. But maybe you actually do have a little bit of spare time. Or maybe even more spare time than you thought. So, I highly recommend to physically write this exercise. But if you can just try to do it in your head. I'll try to help you help you with the math. So, how many hours a week do you sleep? Actually, how many hours a day do you sleep on average? Let's say eight, for example. That is pretty standard, and that is pretty important. So, let's say you're sleeping eight hours. Cool, eight hours. That is fifty-six hours. Um, a week because seven times eight right and how many hours a week do you walk most people like at your job right most people walk about 40 hours a week but let's also take commuting into consideration and let's say that you just to make the worst case scenario you walk overtime for a couple hours uh, during the week and you have to travel a lot so just for easy quick math let's add another 16 so that is another 56 right so you sleep for 56 hours in the week and you walk 56 hours in the week and how much time do you spend with your family how much time do you talk to your parents how much time do you talk to your grandparents how much time do you spend with your kids how much time do you spend with your cousins? How much time do you spend with your immediate family? Let's just make up a number just to make it even and easy. Let's say 18 hours a week. So about three hours a day you spend calling with your family. You spend um, on dinner, having dinner with your family. You spend going to the park with your family. Just about 18 hours. So if plus 18 to the 112 that we already had, and we have 112 from sleeping and walk, then it comes down to 130 hours. And let, let me also ask, how many hours a week do you work out? And let's say you work out once, I mean, for one hour, three times a week. Let's say that is, so that's three more hours. Right, so we went from 130 to 133. And sleeping, 
working out, spending time with your family, and going for your job are the four things that you have to do. Basically, as a human being, as an adult, as a responsible adult, those four things, sleep, walk, time with family, and work out, are the only things you have to do. Everything else is pretty much optional. So from the four things that we have to do, we have 130 hours, and there are 168 hours within the week. So if we minus the 168 minus 133, that gives you 35 hours during the week to do whatever you want. Maybe that means working out more than three times for one hour, maybe slightly longer. Maybe that means walking out multiple times a day. And that doesn't mean going to the gym multiple times a day. That just means maybe going to the park um, with your kids after you work out. Maybe that means picking up a sport again, playing basketball, hockey, volleyball, whatever other activities during the 35 hours extra that you have that are not included in your job, in your workouts, in your sleep, or spending time with your kids. During those 35 hours, maybe you can build your business, you can create a podcast, you can choose the 35 hours however you want to. And how you choose those 35 hours will really set you apart from your peers or your colleagues. Because If you compare yourself, for example, to somebody that you work with, well, you probably work the same amount of hours as they do, and commuting probably takes similar. Sleep is pretty similar, and the time spent with family is pretty similar. And maybe even working out is pretty similar, but those last 35 hours, how you're going to spend them are probably drastically different than how other people spend them. Some people spend those 35 hours playing video games. They play video games five hours a day for seven days a week, and those are the 35 hours gone. Other people invest the entire 35 hours in their business, in stretching, in making sure they upgrade themselves as a human being. You can spend that 35 hours in many things, and obviously not all of the 35 hours need to be spent in one category. You can spend five extra hours stretching within the week, and that sounds like a lot, but it really isn't. It's less than an hour a day, which I guess is still, so on average it's for probably like a 40 minute a day, which I guess sounds like a lot, but you can stretch while talking on the phone. You can stretch while watching a TV show. So um, yes, it sounds a lot, but it really depends how you prioritize it. And whenever I do this exercise, whenever anybody does this exercise, including me, whenever I do this exercise, Whenever you minus the hours that there is in a week, which is 168, 24 hours times 7, minus however much hours they spent on their sleep, walk, walk out, like sleep, job, walk out, and family, it is never 100, 168. It is always less than that. It, all, it is always 100 and something, 133 for, the, for this example. 130, 120, many times it is actually less than 100. Because the reality is we have a lot of hours during the week. But many people don't spend that time as efficiently as they could. And this also applies to myself. I'm not perfect, but just the fact that I am aware of this, 
allows me to delegate my time more efficiently. Just bringing awareness to this allows me to be able to have better time management and be more efficient, be more productive within my day. A big reason why I wanted to talk about time is because lately I feel like time has just been flying through. <laughs> Every day I wake up and before you know it, I feel like it's night. And yes, that is probably true because winter is coming or winter is basically here now. And it gets dark at like 5 p.m. The other day, was it even yesterday even? I think it was yesterday. Well, I woke up really late, like really late for me, which is one o'clock and it barely ever happens to me, but I had a long night and I really needed to sleep a lot um, to recover from a bunch of things. Not, not that I was hungover, just because I exhausted myself physically because I went to the gym and pushed myself a lot. And the days before that, I didn't sleep as much as I needed to. And I pushed myself a lot right after my cast went off. So I had to recover a lot. So yeah, that's why I woke up at one. And as soon as I woke up, basically went to the gym, um, got back home, and it was already dark by like four o'clock. So it was like starting to get dark at least. <laughs> and my first meal of the day, which was at four o'clock, was breakfast, lunch, and dinner at the same time. And the reason why I say that is breakfast, because you break your fast, was my very first meal of the day. But it also felt like dinner, because it was already dark outside. So, yeah. And even lately, I can't believe it, it is already November 24th. Time has been passing through. And many days and nights, I think, yo, where has the time went? 2020 is almost over. This is crazy. This, it really felt like it has flown by. Quarantine has lasted for way longer than most people expected. And here we are. But the good thing is I'm happy that I improved at least in some sense. Maybe physically I regressed because of my injury, but I did learn a lot. But undoubtedly, just doing this podcast has been a great decision by me. Just because I'm able... I am on episode 145. That's insane. 145 days straight. Damn, Daniel, you've you've really been grinding. I just looked at the time and have noticed it is 10 minutes. And like many times, I don't know how I'm going to pull off 25 minutes. But because I've done before, I have supreme confidence that I will be able to do it once again. At this point... It's not like I have more, I might have more tools, but I don't feel that more, more confident or I don't really believe I have more to say than I did two weeks ago. But just because I've gotten more reps in, then I know I will be able to complete that 25 minutes, that benchmark. And as I've mentioned before as well, after episode 150, it's completely free of time. There's no rigidity, there's no time limit, there's no minimum amount of time I'll have to talk to whenever I feel like I don't have any more to say. Like now, for example, I'll just stop the podcast and call the day. So yeah, but I'll talk about this more as well. And I've mentioned this before, but sticking to a structure is necessary 
Otherwise, if I hadn't pushed myself and if I hadn't stuck to a structure and basically forced myself to push myself so I can talk longer, then my podcast would have always been under 10 minutes. <laughs> if I've never pushed myself to get those 20, 25, even 30-minute podcast, then I would have never really pushed my boundaries. And time is the only thing in the world that is constant, especially in 2020 and nowadays in crazy land world and in the time we're living right now, there's so many things that are uncertain. There's so much chaos. There's so much things that are unpredictable. But the only truly thing you have control over is your state of mind. And the only thing that is constant that you can be sure of is time. It is an obvious statement, and I've said this before. Five years from now, the only thing that is guaranteed is five years will pass. We have no idea who's going to be president. We have no idea what country will have a riot, what country will bloom, what country will develop. We have indicators we can guess, but we don't actually know. If we just think about the last five years, so much economic prosperity and economic downfall has occurred that many people have not predicted or could not have predicted. Even if you look at the highest level of economists, they got so many things wrong. If you look at many news or the smartest people who predict what the future will be like, even regarding stocks and stock brokers, many of them are as good as fortune tellers. They just give their own opinion of what they will happen. They might have a lot of conviction, but in reality, there's a lot of uncertainty. Uncertainty. The only thing that is certain is time. Time is constant. Three months from now, three months are going to pass. That is the only thing that is for sure. And no, you cannot control other people. You cannot control the government. You cannot control pandemics. You can't control how other people even react to a pandemic, how government reacts to a pandemic. You have some influence, sure. But what you have most influence on, direct influence on, which will also have the biggest influence in your life so that's a good thing the things that you have little influence on is the government and it might have a big influence in your life but what has an even bigger influence in your life is something that you do have direct control over which is good news and that is your actions what you do within that time as i've said i felt like the last you honestly has flew by, but especially the last couple of weeks have been flung by. I feel like I wake up and I just go back to sleep. Like, I feel like my day starts and it ends so fast. And that might seem like it is <laughs> depressing or unfortunate, but I don't view it that way at all because time really flies when you're having fun. Time flies when you're being productive, when you're getting things done. And even though Sometimes I realize, what am I doing with my time? I feel like things are moving too fast, I need to slow down. I'm not accomplishing as much as I would like. Just because I have been committed to a few basic things and I have not stopped 
and I made it part of my lifestyle, I have been improving by default. Just because I have been doing this podcast, I have been eating healthy, I have been exercising extremely consistently other than my injury. Just because I have been, I have chosen the lifestyle of self-care, self-improvement, journaling, meditating, stretching, talking with people who lift me up, playing chess, things that a lot of gurus would say enhances your enhances your life, enhances enhances your perspective, enhances who you are as a person. Just because I've done those things, almost by default, I've been gradually progressing. On the other hand, if I was just a leaf in the wind, if I didn't really have structure, if I just woke up and said, okay, what am I going to do today? Mm, let me think. Who do I want to be? What do I want to become? Um, let's dabble in this. Let's dabble in that. Let's try a couple of things. Then I would have passed. A couple of months would have passed. Even a few weeks would have passed. And I would look at myself and say, oh, well, what has happened? Nothing has changed. And for me, I can look at a month ago and then a month before that and a month before that. And every single month, I see some sort of improvement. Might not always be physically because in last month, I definitely digressed. But even my speaking, I can confidently say I improved. Maybe you can say yesterday's podcast wasn't as good as 31 days ago's podcast. But the general trend, I do believe, is going up. Also, my social skills, for example, I do believe that the general trend is going up. Financially, the general trend is going up. Obviously, there's a few dips, but the general trend is going up. Even for my physical well-being, being able to be flexible, having good endurance, being strong. Yes, even though there's a lot, there was a pretty gigantic dip in the last month because of my cast, last month and a half actually, I'm pretty sure that the general trend, if I were to compare myself now to one year ago now, the general trend is still going up. Even including the dip. Just because with my time, I have allocated it relatively well. And obviously I can do way better, but I have chosen a pretty... A pretty solid foundation, a pretty solid lifestyle to stick to. And I highly recommend you do that with your time as well. There are always going to be things that are urgent that you will have to complete. And I'm still in this form. I think it is seven habits of highly effective people. It might be from another source, but it I think it is from the concept is from seven habits of highly effective people. And that is the four categories of things you need to do of tasks. And those are urgent but non-important, urgent and unimportant, important but not urgent, and urgent and important. So, and it, 
if I were to ask you, what do you think is the most, not the most important, what is the thing you should do first thing in the morning? Because many people have heard, eat the frog first, eat the thing that is toughest first, um, do the tasks that will enhance your life the most, first thing in the morning. Knowing that, know that common saying, <clears throat> if I were to ask you, how would you prioritize these tasks? So let's say you have four different tasks and one of them is important and urgent. The other one is important but not urgent. Then you have another task that is urgent, that is not urgent and not important. And you have a task that is um, urgent but not important. I think I covered all four. What do you think you do for, what task should you do first? Instinctively, and even I give this answer at first, was, well, do something that is important and urgent. And an example of that is, let's say it is the last day to pay your rent. That is important and urgent. Or send, um, uh, submit your project to your company or to your school that is due at this time or that is due today or another example of something that is important and urgent is going to the doctor for example if your appointment is due today right or like um, making that phone call to your doctor um, to make sure everything's okay that is an example of important and urgent however you should actually do the important and urgent tasks second because the most dangerous thing is to procrastinate on things that don't have a timeline. So things that are important but not urgent. So working out is almost never urgent, but it is extremely important, which is why it is extremely recommended that you do it first thing in the morning. Or having a nice talk with your family, telling your family that you love them, that you're grateful for them, being with good people, having um, that important conversation, taking time to yourself, taking time to hone whatever skill you want to improve at. That is important, but it is almost never urgent. But you should still knock that out first, because if you don't, then you'll get too lost in the things that you might view as urgent. After that, you can do the important urgent. After that, you do the things that are urgent but not important. And lastly, obviously, do the things that are not urgent and not important. And things that are not urgent and not important are probably checking your email or scrolling through Facebook or Instagram. Or maybe cleaning your room. I guess that can also be urgent and not important depending on how messy your room is right now. But when you wake up, you don't want to do things that are urgent but not important, such as washing the dishes. That, that is urgent, but it's not that important. Or making sure you're updated on the last TV show. <laughs> I guess that's urgent. Now, I would actually say that's not urgent, that's not important. But something that is urgent or not important, or like checking the mail because you need to do it every day. Or Oh, no, there's many other things. Okay, for example, brushing your teeth, I would say that is 
that's not urgent because if you don't brush your teeth, it's not like the wall is going to blow up, right? But it is important. Just taking care of yourself is important. <clears throat> I can't think of another topic right now. My mind is going pretty blank and I've made it to 24 minutes. So <laughs> way to go, Daniel. Allocate your time efficiently will have a huge effect on your life. It doesn't matter if you are homeless or a billionaire, if you're a professional athlete, if you're obese, if you're extremely happy, extremely sad. It doesn't matter who you are. You, you only have 24 hours in a day. And that is true whether you live in Texas, Oklahoma, Canada, Mexico, Peru, Israel, China, Vietnam, Thailand, Japan, Kenya. It doesn't matter where you live. You have 24 hours in the day. How you allocate the time, how wisely you choose to spend the time will determine your lifestyle, will, will determine how successful or unsuccessful you become. Yes, there's a bunch of external factors. Don't at me. I'm aware of that. But if we focus on the things we should focus on, and you should only focus on things that are within your control, how you spend your time will have an immense effect on your life. It will have the biggest effect on your life that you can control. Time is extremely valuable. I've actually, I know I'm remembering this now at the end of the podcast, another story, but I am subscribed to an email list of a millionaire who's living a obviously pretty luxurious lifestyle. And he basically wrote that the only thing that is different between somebody who's living a luxurious lifestyle and just an everyday lifestyle is people who are luxurious, they really appreciate their time. They spend things slow. The difference between a McDonald's meal and a six-dish quality high and milled restaurant is that the restaurant takes their time, everything is slow, it takes more time for the food to get made. And yes, it's, it is also higher quality, but everything is slower. You really appreciate the food while McDonald's, you just devour it and it's gone. And the way he said it, it's like peasants take showers while rich people take spas which is basically the same thing if you think about it, but spas is just slower. You really appreciate that slow lifestyle. That is basically the difference of luxury. Just really luxury time is enjoying the time that you have instead of always being on a rush, always trying to move on to the next thing, really appreciating what you have. So that can also be a good use of your time. Just sitting there and say, I'm happy with where I'm at. I still want to improve, but I really enjoy where I'm at right now at life. That is also a valuable a valuable way to spend your time. All right, that's everything. Peace.